Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, as opposed to Mississippi, back to civilization, back to comprehension, back to reading. <laughs> I feel like we should have had the thing come in from NBC. Doom, 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 doom. The more you know. No. Yes. Yep, yep. Um, let's get right to the goddamn stew. Um, I was laying in bed, um, I think Thursday, maybe Friday, and I came across this magnificent ass rape of a headline. Dr. Dre's wife files for divorce, no prenup to his $950 million fortune. Let's round it off and say it's a billion. To which I wrote, and I'm going to say, I'm sorry, ladies. And let me just say, you know, this was one of those hot topics. And by hot topics, I meant when I posted it, I put the pebble in the ocean and the ripple wave slash tsunami began. Because the mixed bag of nuts of people's responses to this is what makes this a hot topic. Because, of course... 90% of the men were like, get the fuck out of here. They understand where I'm coming from. The other 10% of the homosexuals didn't. Can't say that. Uh, I mean that in terms of man juice. Um, Fucking queers. You know, I'm joking. Uh, But you know what I mean. Uh, the, 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 The sweet men. The men that weren't on our team. Then, of course... The majority of the women get it, girl. She deserved it, which we'll get into. But then, to be fair, there were a lot of women that went, yo, that's bullshit. So before I give you my personal real, let let me just, here's what I wrote. I'm sorry, ladies. I don't mean to come off sounding bitter, 
but please fucking tell me why the fuck is this allowed? What warrants this? Was she responsible for Beats headsets? Did she produce any of those hit records? Did she make The Chronic? Did she sign Eminem? Did she work with Tupac and Eminem and Snoop? Uh, Did she go out on the road week after week on stage doing those tours, performing on stage? Did she get in the recording booth and lay down any of the rap tracks? Did she produce any of them hit records? Did any of her influence and musical connections help the growth of any of his artists? What warrants you getting half a billion fucking dollars? And 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 so many of the, of the women were like, well, you don't know what she had to put up with. Taking care of the house and the kids. First of all, like Chris Rock said, when niggas go, man, I take care of my kids. What, you want a cookie? I ain't never been to jail. Motherfucker, you're not supposed to. As a mom, you're supposed to take care of the kids. You want a reward for that? Plus, those are his kids, too, which means he's also taking care of them. He ain't driving them to school from time to time. He ain't helping them with the fucking homework. And look, technically, we don't know if he's doing that. We don't know if she's doing that. I figure when you work for a billion dollars, you got nannies. Somebody named Gonzalez is taking care of the kids. Can't say that either. I'm fucking saying it, goddammit. So they got nannies. They got maids, butlers, or whatever. Because if you've seen the house that Dre built, the mansion is ridiculous. So do, am I supposed to really believe she's cleaning that house? Cooking, maybe. I'm, I'll give her that. Because they got to eat. And, I, and who knows? They might have a fucking chef. But probably I'll give her the cooking. Um, but cleaning, taking care of the kids, they probably got a nanny and maids. So what is she doing to deserve half a million dollars? And a lot of dudes was like this. You know, she was with him for 24 years. So she should get something. I, yo, you can't make it off 10 mil. 20, 30. I'd even give her 100. Half, nigga. 500 million dollars. Ladies, and the fact that I'm reading the comments and y'all try to justify this bullshit. Like, you, you guys really try to justify this bullshit. Well, one lady wrote, you don't know. She probably was the, was the brains behind all of his shit and came up with all the ideas and the creative things. He just was the name and face behind it. Yeah, that's how it happened. Suck my dick. Someone else wrote, um, uh, you know, a, a woman, she probably was his genius or, 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 or motivated him when he came home to, to, to go out there and be great. He probably couldn't have been as great without her. Dr. Dre, listen, genius and talent is embedded in you. And if you're a genius and you have true talent, no one stops that. Yeah, but okay, let's, let's give him what she just said. That uh, when he came home, uh, her part of the team made him feel better, which made him be able to go out and work, be, be, be a better him. Right? Her part of the team. Her part of the little team that they put together. Uh, okay, but specifically explain to me what she's doing to make him do I don't, that. I don't know what it may be, maybe a good blo- – I'm, I'm not trying to reduce women down to his sexual act, but maybe uh, spiritual uh, conversations, maybe physical uh, uh, activities, uh, maybe all those things that made him feel better as a, per- as a human. 
and he goes out after after this, and he is better. Let's say I, I'm, I'm going to give her that. I'm, he is better at his job because of her because because of some of the things that she's done. But what is better? What is the value of better? If he is ninety percent and the ten percent that she did to make him better made him even better, isn't that a hundred million? Like you just said, you were willing to give up. So, in other words, that ten percent that she gave to his ninety to make him a hundred, she should get ten percent. I'm, I'm not trying to put a dollar value on it right now. I think we should, but I'm just. But, but what is the percentage? Because I know that if I went to work for a big uh, a Fortune 500 company and I'm the CEO, and I make a hundred million dollars one year, and the next year they fire me, but they made a billion dollars that year, I'm not entitled to any of that money. I mean, if it's a business, it's a partnership. What is your what is your value to that business? Now they, they fire him. He's going to get uh, he's going to get uh, paid uh, uh, severance. It could be, and if he made a hundred million dollars the year before, it could be uh, fifty million. It could be ten million. There is a severance package in business, so there is a dollar. There's a monetary value to what you do, and if you're the whoever your partner is in a relationship, there's a monetary value to that. But it has to be represented of what you brought to that business. You can't say that I made them a billion dollars, so I should get half, half a billion. You can't say that. What is your value to that? But in, when you're married, the law gives you the right, if there's no prenup, a half, half. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. There are plenty of relationships where it is a 50-50 split. I understand that, but I don't see Dre's relationship, and I don't, like, I wasn't there, you weren't there. Right. But we do know what he did. We know what he did. Right. So how do we justify, if you were the business, if you were the business manager of this, of this business, Dr. Dre and his wife, and you're the business, you, you're getting to run the, you're, you're the CEO now, you're getting to run the, their divorce, how do you determine what she should get? And if you think it's really half, then you're really jaded because he has – that's his business. You, you know, people take advantage of what they can because I, I, I even sent out a later post and I said – and this is what I came up with. I said, look, if we're going to play this game called justify the bullshit, at least let's put a prices on it. So when it's time for the divorce – from a rich man when it's time let's put a price on it when it's time to get divorced from a rich man in other words i created a hypothetical contract so that before either party gets married he knows and she knows all right this is what it is i don't care if you're together five years i don't care if you're together 50 years when the divorce happens if if it comes in within five or 50 these are these are the prices here's the menu so you know what you're getting. So I go, okay. Uh, cooking, fifteen million. Cleaning, twenty-five million. Staying home, raising the kids, twenty million. Allowing cheating, forty million. This should be fair as opposed to half of a billion, as though somehow just being there equates to half. Well, she was with him for twenty-four years, so that means five hundred million. And, and when you look at my hypothetical contract, if you add it up, it's a hundred million. That's not enough. But I, I, I honestly, I think it's enough. 
It's more than enough. I do, but why didn't he have a prenup? Well, let's talk about that. See, here's the thing, and this is what's crazy about the prenup. And I think you, you probably a lot of you guys probably remember this commercial. Andy, tell me if you've seen this commercial. Uh, forget exactly what the product is, but the commercial goes like this: It's a mom doing something, and someone comes along, and basically in the commercial it says, "This is how you act when you have your first kid." And the mom is super careful yeah, yeah, yeah. about it's, what she does. Yeah, it's a diaper commercial. It's a diaper commercial. And then by the third kid or the second kid, you don't give a fuck no more. So it ain't until you've been sodomized through divorce that you finally go by your second or your third marriage. Fuck that prenup. But if you've never been divorced, if you've never gone through it, if you've never stood in a courtroom and, and listen to a judge give away so much of your shit that you have fo- busted your ass for, blood, sweat, and tears, and you're sitting there, and you got your fucking ex with her dream team of attorneys, literally a dream team, forensic money analysts, and all these motherfuckers whose job it is to go and dissect your finances like a fucking... Uh, what do you call them teams? Uh, f- like a like like archaeologists, Archeolog- like 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 with a fine tooth comb, go through every ounce of your finances, subpoenas to your managers, your agents. I mean, they're looking for every fucking dime, and you're paying for this dream team, and you're paying for your attorneys, and you got to sit in the court and listen to this horseshit that's being spewed that you know is horseshit. And you got to bite your bottom lip to the point where blood is trickling down your lips because you're going, motherfucker. And there's nothing you can do about it. And the whole time you're in court, the judge sounds like the adults from the Charlie Brown cartoon. Womp, 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 womp. And you're thinking murder. How I want to kill this bitch. After you go through that once and foolishly enough, foolishly enough twice, by your third if you even thinking about marriage again, you're going, yeah, prenup. Because here's the thing. When you first get with somebody, dick and pussy. And let me speak for pussy because I don't get dick. But I'm just saying I would imagine it may be the same thing for a woman, even though the stakes aren't the same. The, the pheromones of the pussy, when you first get with somebody, makes you make bad decisions. And... You call it love, you can call it lust, you can call it pussy whipped. But between that and the insult of if I offer her a prenup, it means I don't love her. She's going to be offended. Why would you? I thought you loved me. If you love me, why would you? So men have to deal with both those things. Both those things. It's the I don't want to insult the woman I'm supposed to love and turn her off. Um, But I'm also in love, man. This is love. I'm in love. I'm in bliss. I wake, I can't, I eat, sleep, think this bitch. I go to bed thinking about her. I wake up thinking about her. My whole day is about her. I look in the clouds and her image is in the sky. And you make dumb fucking decisions. But would you agree with this, though, when you're saying that? Because we do make dumb, men do make dumb decisions. Don't you think we fall in love differently than women do? Explain that. Well, 
you kind of said it a little bit. Don't we fall in love physically first? Yeah. I mean, we got we want intelligence. We want that. I mean, I mean, listen, I, fucking first becomes the, the, the big rush. That's the big thing. But then once you got us, you got us. But, but what, is, what do women see? I, I, I'm, saying, I'm not speaking for all, but I know I've heard this before. Oh, he would make a good, he would make a good father. Uh, he's, uh, he looks like he, he would be a, a good uh, a husband. Like he would, he, he would go out and provide. Not that all relationships are based on that, but I'm talking about the generic uh, male-female relationship where the man works, the woman has the secondary do- job or not, no job, and is kind of the primary caregiver. That's the relationship I'm talking about just off the top right now because we can't break down every relationship. But I think men fall, and they're so happy in the physical that that's what causes us to make some bad decisions. So when you said those tempers of the men that weren't on the side, I think there are men that are a little bit more enlightened. They're not about the physical. They're about do we match, do we mold, do we mend? But I think the majority, the 90% of men that you just talked about, I think we we fall we, – we, it's not even – love is something that is, is easier to come by. And I hate I, – I, this is – people are going to – Take this and say I'm not correct on this. But yeah, I'm already saying it. Uh, I think when you w- say that like that, well, love is easy to come by. Like is ho- hard, hard to come by because I've been in love with somebody before, but I didn't like them, and that's what ends the relationship. I love maybe the way uh, sexually but we. But act. If, if, I love if, maybe. Then why even have the relationship? It- because you because you fall in love before you figure out that you like someone or don't like someone. It's easier to fall in love than it is to be in like. It's easier to appreciate someone. Uh, love is a, is, a, is a chemical reaction in the brain. Like is a true emotion where you like, I don't like this person. Because they, I don't like how they chew their food. Like if you, uh, for instance, let's say you don't like when people make noise when they eat. I make noise when I eat. I make, I, my, my mouth makes loud right. noises. So you might love me when you meet me, and then you hear me make those sounds when I'm eating. And that just grades on you and hates you. But you get over that if you love them enough. You nah, can, you know. that, they're one and the same to me. Okay, because I've never been like I, I've I've hung out with broads and and knew immediately I could never be with this bitch because of X Y and Z. I'm I'm more or less if I like I got to be able to go. You know what? I like our conversation. I like how you think. You challenge me. You make me laugh. I like X Y and Z about you. I could see, I could see. Once I'm done fucking you, you could stay. Like, cause most times I'll, I'll, I already know immediately. Yo, this bitch got a fat ass, cute face, nice tits, but her attitude stinks, or she's, 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 she's kind of stupid, or, or, or. I can tell intellectually we we don't play the same games, but I'm a fuck if I can if I can fuck. Cause look at her, look at her, and 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 when I fuck her. As soon as I'm done, how do I get her to go? Versus I've been with broads who I met, and just before I even got the drawers, I went, yo, I like this bitch. And if the pussy is good, well, then we good. Then it's a good story. Then, it's a, then we there. But here's the other thing. Not all men have access to amazing pussy all the time. So when they get it, they may discount some of those other items that they wanted. When you say that, you mean like uh, they have enough time to get to like her first before they get access to it? No, no, they get it. They meet her. She's all right. They don't know. 
they they she's maybe hotter than he's ever had. She fucks him really good. He's in. He's in because when's he going to get that again? That may have been that only That's opportunity. That's a horrible way to have to make a choice. But that is a majority. I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying that, majority. It's almost like you're settling. That's settling. But most people, you have had an opportunity to have access in your life. Do you think everybody gets, you, you have a lot of, well, your friends are, your friends, some of them are different than other well, friends. Well, listen, um, some of that obviously is on, on you. You know, if, 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 you got the, if you got the ability to not have to settle and you can pick and choose, that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful thing to have. But if, if you just don't have luck with women, to be able to go, oh, my God, I finally got one, knowing that you ain't really there with her, but when am I going to get another one? I'm a, I got to lock this down. Then you're doomed because you really, you're not really in it. But don't you think that's why a lot of marriages don't work? Could be. Because I think we exchange, okay, she does this for me well. I never thought I was going to get a girl that looked this good. I never thought I'd get a girl who would do this for me. I never thought, but I can't stand this conversation. But you know what? I'm going to be at work most of the time. I'm going to have less conversation with her. Uh, Or I don't like certain things that she does. Or you get married to someone that you think is going to be the mother of your child. And she 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 doesn't like being a mom. Because women, I believe, really go into it, and they they take us apart a lot differently than we take it. I think we have like four or five, maybe ten things that we need in our relationship to make it work. They have a hundred. You know, um, a lot of women hit me and was like, uh, you know, and even, again, even dudes said it. When you meet the right partner, there's supposed to be this thing where you have such a bond and such a, uh, I, 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 I don't, I know Walt Frazier, but I don't know that year of the Knicks, the seventies Knicks. So let me go with a, a Scottie Pippen and a Michael Jordan, where y'all have such a great connection, where you know each other, your best friends, your partners, the relationship is fifty fifty. You're each other's shadow, and when everything blends together, and this harmonious union. And it's love and it's bliss and it's all the things it's supposed to be. Then you don't need prenups. You don't have to worry about a divorce. You have met your soulmate. And everything is just just this Disney fairy tale love story. Does that exist? No. no, It does. No, no. it doesn't. No, I'm I'm not going to do that. Because I believe for some people it does. I, I, I... Listen, I'm not trying to be cynical, but I'm going, and, and, and for the women that went, you sound hurt. You sound bitter. I'm not bitter, and I'm not hurt. But until, if that truly exists, I don't know what that is. And I don't want to make it sound like because I don't know what it is, it doesn't exist. Because maybe it really does exist. I've seen the videos on Instagram where the husband and the wife are at the, the, the wedding and they both dancing in unison like a fucking group and they seem so connected. But it's always like that in the beginning. Does it really sustain itself till death? If that shit is out there and you have that, God bless you. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't want, and this is the part where they go, you sound angry and bitter. I don't want to say that it doesn't exist. I don't want to say that I shouldn't believe in it. 
But I don't know. It just seems like bullshit to me. I, I, I say I, I'm not trying to be the sh- a horrible, like, dark cloud on what relationships are. But relationships are not about amazing relationships where everything just happens wonderfully. There is no rainbows and sunshine in relationships. Great relationships come from struggling and being able to work together through a struggle. Being able to adjust what your thoughts are and your needs, your desires, to accommodate someone that you care about. Because we are living, breathing creatures. We change our opinions. We, we think of things different ways. We go emotionally. When you're a single person and you get together and you want to, and I see this all the time. I saw this because when I worked in Phoenix and I worked in the bar and restaurant business, you would see people come in and they were younger, let's say even in their mid, mid to late 20s, and they were always going out after college. They were always going out. They were drinking and they got their partner, their friend, and they became a couple and they looked like they could do anything together. Like they went out every night. They were drinking. They were having, but then you you change as a human. Now you're a little older. Maybe going out isn't as much in, is important to you, but maybe it's still important to the other one in your relationship. And I've seen relationships just go different ways just on that alone. But then you bring uh, relationships where some of you want a kid, others don't want a kid, or you have kids and decide. I don't want to be there all the time like that. And the mother doesn't. You don't know how you're going to develop in your relationship. So relationships. I don't believe are these fantastic, amazing things where you meet someone, a spark flies between the two of your eyes, and forever you're joined at the hip in life, and it's great. It is work. And if you're not, I don't think people are willing to put in that kind of work. That is the bigger issue. Now, when you were talking about a prenup or not a prenup, I would say you always have to have a prenup, even if you're poor, because you don't know if you're going to win the lottery. But if you win the lottery and you're married, that's both of yours anyway. But you don't know if you're going to have what is going to happen in your life. Have a prenup. Let me ask you this. Here's some of the things that women brought up as an example. They go, uh, well, you know, uh, Dr. Dre worth a billion dollars. He give up 500 million. He still got 500 million. He ain't losing no sleep. He don't seem mad about it. Michael Jordan had to give up damn near that amount of money. He seems to be okay. Okay, well, they got a billion dollars. For me, it ain't even so much about the money, it's the principle. If you had a billion dollars and you give up half, you still got 500 million. You ain't losing no sleep. You ain't eating dog food. You're still a rich motherfucker. But does that bother you? Not only does it bother you, but look at the way that it's even written in the paper, the way that it's written in magazines, and the way you just said it. And let me just stop you real quick, and I'm sorry. Because my thought was this, and Chris Rock even made a joke. I think he said something about, uh, nigga, if you got a thousand. And you have to give a 500, you'd be upset. You're in trouble. So my point is, just because you have a lot of money, does that somehow make you exempt from being upset about it? No, but listen to what it was said. They said, uh, say, how, did you, how did you say it? Dr. Dre has to give up? 500 million. And in the article, it said Dr. Dre is losing? 500 million. And uh, in our conversation, we just said Dr. Dre is losing? 500 million. And if he's losing five hundred million, she's getting five hundred million. Think about the wording of that. Someone's losing, so someone gets. If you're getting something, you're winning. If you're losing something, it's already in the title. You lost. Of course you're mad. Because when you said that at a hundred million, do you think she could sleep at a hundred million? Goddamn right she could. And she could feel pretty good about it at $100 million? Yes. And all the work and effort that he put into doing what he did, he was, and he, was saying he would gladly give up $100 million? 
Right. So I don't understand why we have to give up. He would have to give up half. But this is why men will give up half. Because it is so fucking worth it to be away from that person that you fucking don't want to be nah, with anymore. I can fuck that shit. You know, and, and again, I, I, look, I, I ain't got close to that. But I'm just going, okay, technically, yeah, you give up half of a billion dollars, you're okay. And then, I don't know if this seems petty, but you're not a billionaire anymore. You're, you're, you're a millionaire. Now, to people who are broke, big fucking deal. But again, to me, it's the principle. There's a difference between a billionaire and a millionaire. Neither one is going to starve. And if you manage the money right, you'll die before you even spend half of it. But the principle, you, 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 you scratched and clawed and fought and earned your way to billionaire status. And now you're not that anymore. But when you say it that way, women are going to say, I was there helping you scratch and crawl. And when you couldn't fucking, when you couldn't reach that next rung on that ladder, I was there to help push you up from behind. I swear to God, the funniest shit is really reading the comments. Folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my Instagram. I'm going to keep the post up. Hearing women validate this bullshit is is preposterous. Like, Like, even his wife should be able to go, Dre, give me the honey, man. We good. I don't have to hide. But she's going to take what she knows she can get. Yeah. Half? Yeah, give me the 500. When you can easily go, Dre, give me 100. Give me 50. I'll be all right. Why would she do that and go, nope, if it's allowed, fuck it, give it to me. How much would she take if she wanted to leave? What do you mean? if If she wanted the divorce. But she does want the divorce. But if you want the divorce, should you still be entitled to half? You want the divorce. If she wants the divorce, why? And the other person did the work, but she wants out of that company now. How do you, how do you get half? I want to leave the company. Retirement was till death do us part. Right. Uh, and, and women, knock it off. So many women wrote, uh, well, she, she, you know, and this, is, this was their assumption. Well, she, you don't know what she had to endure those 24 years because, you know, Dr. Dre, he beat up Michelle A and, and, and uh, D Barnes. So she probably took years of abuse. You don't know that. Since stop it. Knock that off. Dude, I'll let him don't ab- do that. I'll let him abuse me for. I said, nigga, look, <laughs> for half a million dollars, I'd marry the nigga. I'll cook clean, take care of the home, beat the shit out of me every now and then for half a million. Then we ain't fucking, but uh, everything else is a go. Like I'm just, I, 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 hold up, let me see something. Let me let me read something here. Um, this girl wrote, how, what, what, what are we in so far? Oh, we're good, we got 30. We're okay. 30. Uh, unless I'm missing something on the headline, it says there's no prenup. Not that she is getting $90 million. Also, you can't say what she has contributed to his fortune. How many years and years on end she had to raise children on her own, which is an assumption, ma'am. Deal with late nights, no one there for emotional or physical support. Again, that's an assumption. Staying up, bouncing ideas off of each other for the business. Uh, and so she could be there. Uh, she didn't have to work, which means she didn't have income. So should she have stashed money aside over the years and 
over the years in case this happens. I might have, but when you are talking about a marriage, it's supposed to be forever. Is she supposed to go out and get a job now? Why not? Because he's going to have his job. At her age, what type of job would that be? I don't think women should get all the money, but they definitely should get their due, a salary, because being their wife is a job. Now, I, see, I don't disagree with this because uh, uh, what she said, but how she said it, I don't agree with. But I don't think that if you, if you were married for 24 years, you were there, you did take care of the kids, no matter how it is, whether he paid, whether you as a couple paid for uh, uh, day, help, daycare or, or like a nanny or, you know, you had cooks come in, whatever. But you arranged that. You kept that together for whatever the semblance of your life together was. You shouldn't have to go live in a two-bedroom townhome if you're living in the mega mansion. You should be able to live reasonably okay in life. I think, I think a re- you shouldn't have to go from uh, living in a mega mansion to, like I just said, to like a rental. You should be able to buy a house. You should be able to be financially sound if someone okay, has a billion dollars. Let me dollars. stop you right there. Here's what's fucked up. That doesn't work both ways because when Hulk Hogan's wife divorced him, she got that mansion that all those super, super uh, uh, body slams and them leg drops bought. He had to go move into a shack. So if it's about maintaining a lifestyle, how come he can't make how come the judge won't go? You should be able to maintain your lifestyle, too. Yeah, she can get the house, but that's where it stops. I'm not going to give her the house and this exorbitant amount of money so that you're forced to change your lifestyle and go live in a fucking condo. I'm not talking just about to specific ones. I'm saying there's, there's, we're talking about a billion dollars there. So it would be very easy for her to have a million-dollar home and for her to continue to live in a lifestyle for that $100 million. Correct? Yeah. So that would be fair. That's all I'm saying. She doesn't. She shouldn't have to leave with that because the way she made it sound, the, the email or whatever you just read... Sounded like you're advocating for her to get nothing, and that's not what you're advocating for, right? But here, here's here's ultimately what's what's so crazy to me. Like, why can't we just be honest and admit? Here's what this is all about: taking advantage. This is simply about taking an advantage because the money's there. Let's get after it. If if Dr. Dre wasn't Dr. Dre, the music producer. And Dr. Dre was Dr. Dre, the fucking, you know, computer tech guy. And they had a modest home, a modest income, lived a modest lifestyle. They're living. They're surviving. That's, that's their life. So now because it's a billion dollars and it's mansions and cars, we have to go after that? Because if it's about love, if it's really about what it's supposed to be about, marriage, love, happiness, togetherness, this, this, this partnership of, of unity and beauty and family, that's got nothing to do with money. None of that has anything to do with money, materials, mansions, none of that. So let's just go off the basis of that. Let's just treat it about, hey, we had a relationship. It didn't work. Uh, we're breaking up. Let's figure out the responsibility as far as the kids because we both still got to be parents and do the right thing for the kids. And let's just end it there. And, and, and if it is about some sort of money in terms of, well, she's got to live, well, then let's, let's not blow it out of proportion just because we can. Divorce, is, to me, seems 
when it's divorce is unequitable, when you can't work it out yourselves, I think it becomes about revenge, isn't it? Oh, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. And once you go down that path, then both sides are the enemy. So there's revenge on both sides. You, once you go down the lawyer path, I think if you can't work it out yourself, then it's, it, it, went, it went past love. It went past the feelings that you used to have for someone as, the, as your significant other and the, maybe the mother of your child, and it's changed into revenge. And it, honestly, this is, this is why I, I, was, I said this about how women look at this differently. She was with him, what, 24 years, you said? Yeah. How old is she? Um, in her 50s. So she's in her 50s. How old is he? Probably same. He's same in his 50s. He's my, I think he's my age. He's like 54. Right. I, I hate to do this because this is just... It, it, I'm not trying to make it this petty or this simple. But if, if a man, a 50-year-old woman and a 50-year-old man were both used cars... The 50-year-old man has a higher retail value than the 50-year-old woman. Her options after that marriage, when she goes out at 50, she has less options for another relationship, uh, another man in her life at that, uh, that she can be with. Men, and you see this, you, you're, you're a Hollywood dude, you live there. Men just go back in the dating pool, and they gave up a 50-year-old woman they go down to a 30, like no problem. But most times in those cases, it's no problem because you got money. So what is, the, what is her recourse? The only recourse she has then is to take the money. the money. Because that is the only way that they, and I'm not speaking for every woman. I'm speaking Because you know there are some women who could say, who, are, who may say, Fuck that, girl. Rise up. Go out on your own. You can do it. Fuck him. You don't let the fuck what Andy talking about. You, you worth something. You get, you know, get a job. I'm just, you know. Yeah, there are, you can. You can do all that. I'm just saying on average. Right. We've seen it play out over and over again. Right. So what, what is the leverage? The only leverage. You could say, say if, if the woman was the one who created the money and created that value. What would women be saying about it if, if the man stayed at home? He, they would say he wasn't a man. He didn't have a job. He wasn't working. He was raising kids. He was at home. And now you got to give him half of your billion dollars? Right. A lot of dudes said that, too. Like, if it was flipped, you know, fuck that girl. No, he don't deserve shit. But the problem is, even in that relationship where the woman created the value, yes, because of her money and her influence and her connections, she'll, she'll get in a relationship. Oprah's the smartest man in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but even the, even, the dude, even the dude who didn't get all the money from his rich ex-wife, he's still, if he's 50, he's still going to go date a young... He's going to go back out in that world, and his, his value is different. His, his social value has a higher resale value. You know, I just, I, I, and I'm plus, I see the, 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 the hypocrisy of the whole woman equality thing. You know, again, it's like, you know, women want to be equal. They want to shake your hand and break every bone in your, in your hand when they shake it like a man to prove I'm strong, I'm not a woman, I'm not to be taken lightly, um, I'm not a delicate wallflower, I'm to be respected, and they want this equality, but yet... Okay, how come that comes with a line drawn in the sand? 
Like, you know, if it's like if it's equality and you want to prove that you can stand on your own and fuck a man and you're just as strong as any man, well, then when the divorce happens, like you said, they take the money because, well, then don't take the money. Go out there, get a job, prove that you can survive and be strong like a man and do it on your own. I, I think there is a reasonable amount of equity that the woman deserves to be in a relationship. Remember, these laws weren't written for billionaires. They were written for the middle class person that had a house and they had a little bit of retirement in a bank account and that was so that the woman and, and many times the house was sold or the woman got the house for the kids and then the man would go out and that's it was it was set up these laws were set up and designed to protect at that time when these laws were written the woman because women at one point weren't they didn't control the money and when they got divorced they were empty whether they had the kids or not, the guy could just leave with the money and the house, and it was all in his name, and they were, they, were, they were done. That's what these laws were set up to protect. But now, as you said, we're in this other situation. How do these laws protect people with an exorbitant amount of money? I, I'm so glad you said that because now I want to ask you this question. Because uh, I didn't think about it like this, and I'm not even saying I believe it, but it did make a light bulb in my head go off and go, hmm. Talk about conspiracy theories. Someone said this, uh, that it's a well-known, some sort of, based on the numbers, statistical fact, that women spend worse than men. That women, like men are more conservative with money, and women tend to spend more, and is the word frivolous? On frivolous things, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and they're just more, a little bit more reckless with money than we are. So the courts allow the women to get all the money because they know the women spend like that, which helps the economy. I, I, I don't know about that one. That, the, the, that, that don't, that, that's a stretch. Is it? I don't know about all that, Aries, man. I think that men, uh, women do spend frivolously, but on smaller things. Men spend frivolously on bigger things like boats, right. hunting equipment, thousands of dollars shit, not... I mean, a bag, a Louis Vuitton bag could be $1,000, but it's not the same price as a boat. A boat. And, and most, most women aren't running around with Louis Vuitton bags. Not uh, most. Those are the high-end chicks. Or the ones that want to look high-end. Right. Um, I didn't know that uh, back in the 50s, <clears throat> if women went to go spend money uh, because, you know, they didn't really work, it was their man's money, that if they tried to spend too much money, the stores would actually call the husbands to get permission. You mean like on charge cards? Uh, did they have credit cards back in the fifties? They had their men's credit cards. Okay, they, yeah, yeah. They weren't a lot. Women didn't have, for the most part, women didn't have credit cards that way. They were <clears> under their man. It was under the 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 man's account. Right. And uh, yeah, because it's the fifties, man. What a glorious time! <laughs> back when women had to get their husbands' permission to spend the money because they're like children, you know. You give them a wad full of cash and let them loose in the store, and they just buy silly shit. As opposed to what they should be buying. Vacuums and cooking utensils and <laughs> mops and ironing boards. Yes, the 50s. Back when women and niggas knew their place. Dude, I, I mean, it sounds so disrespectful, but man, there couldn't have been a better time in life to be a white man than in the 50s. Yeah, that was your that was that was y'all's golden era. Yeah, and no disrespect to any black man. I know black men, black women. They they they're black. They're proud of who they are, and I know that they would never take it back and change to be white. But well, if you could pick to be white, 
right. man in the 50s, if you could pick your time slot, right. why wouldn't you go white? Hey, man, listen, <laughs> but, but was, was it a good time if they knew you were Jewish? Uh, was white white or was white was white with stipulations? White, you know, Jews weren't always accepted, but after the war... You know, there was some, there was at least some uh, sympathy points. Just don't put your yarmulke on. <laughs> Shave your beard and don't have those silly curls on the side of your face. And it, most importantly, if you can, push your nose in. <laughs> don't forget, all the Jews did change their names, though, so that they wouldn't be known as uh, a, a, like a, a Berg or a Steen or yeah, they changed it so you know it'd just be like a. Uh, it, it, it mouse, you you change your name, you shorten it, you'd make right. it more uh, European. Hide the fact that you, you're Jewish. You just make the door open a little easier. Dude, I think we should switch gears, but before we do, since we are, we just kind of touched a little race here. Just a little. I, I saw this clip, and I, I don't know if you saw it. Is it in Washington, D.C., where they have the street with it says Black Lives, Lives Matter? Matter, yeah, the, the big Pennsylvania Avenue, the change yes. to Black Lives Matter. Did you see the clip of the racist couple? who the lady came with a bucket of black paint and she was painting over the letters uh, Black Lives Matter because she hated the fact that that was written on the, on the ground. So somebody commented, she's going to at least need at least a thousand liters of paint to cover all that up. So while she's painting, her husband is there to protect her because I guess a bunch of Hispanic girls was cursing her out. You fucking... Racist bitch, you racist bitch. Don't you understand that Black Lives Matter? And the guy kept going, All Lives Matter. So, and the, and the lady who's painting, she has a paint roller and she's going, I'm sick of this shit. Not on my watch, not in my city. That shit may go on in New York, but not here. And I stopped and I went and I thought about it and I said, Sweetie, you don't see the beautiful irony in what you're doing? She wasn't, it wasn't like, and if she had done this, if she had tried to paint, just one big, huge block over Black Lives Matter, that would have been one thing. She was staying within the lines. So all you're doing <laughs> is changing the, the color from yellow to black. I don't think she's going to be able to paint the whole thing. But if you did, do you see the aerial shot? It still says Black, black. Lives Matter, but in black. Even better. Even better, you silly bitch. Have at it. Have at it. You're even making the point even more. It's uh, this again goes back to older generations. I don't know how old was this lady. Did, was she older? She looked like she's forties. Just forties? Yeah, but so. was a racist cunt. I hope you see the clip, dude. I, I got. I, I didn't see because it. she painted the entire L, and then she started working on the B. But like I said, she's staying in the lines. So cover it up. Make it all black. And walk away with that racist fuck thinking you just changed anything. You made it better. You drove the point home. Okay. Okay. For those people, I, get, I, I understand what you're saying. And, but I want to get, get your opinion on this. What do you think about the movement to have black trans lives matter or black... Uh, uh, there's there's a there's a few of them black uh, gay LBG lives LBGT Q lives matter. No, d- don't this down as the door is opening because I'm leaving. <laughs> get my hat, 
get my coat. Bye, Andy. Go ahead. I, I, I'm I, I'm really curious to because I haven't heard I haven't heard anyone who's black's perspective on that. That's why I was asking. I'm, and, and I'm just curious because I just I just figured if if, uh, if we're saying all lives matter and we're not and let's not if, if and people are saying all lives matter, that's a problem. Are we are we moving? Does it change this? Does it change? The structure of what's being said again, if we're trying to uh, highlight a group in another within another group, what? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I'll take it from there and go. Okay, um, you don't have to answer it. I no, just, I'm no, very curious. I, I'm really, and, not. and you're not speaking for our, you can't speak for all black folks. So you know what? Let's do this. I know that we have to have some uh, gay listeners or some people on in the LBGTQ community. Do you know who Dr. Umar Johnson is? Do you know who his brother is? Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I got to send you some clips. He's a real, and I don't know a whole lot about him, but I know he's very pro-black, militant. Very outspoken, uh, you know, much to my disappointment. Uh, I haven't heard him say it, but I've heard enough people tell me he said it. Uh, Anti-Obama, so I don't want to get into that. But um, he, he's one of them deep political brothers. And I can tell from the little I've seen, I wouldn't agree with everything he says, but I bring all that up to say this. He, he said something to an extent where he was talking about, and he goes... Yeah, to all my lesbian sisters out there, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I got love for you. I'm with you. To all my gay brothers, I'm, I'm, love to you. I'm with you. To the transgenders, I'm working on it. I, I th- I'm not trying to be a dick either on this. I think that's fair. I think. You think that what's fair for him to be able to say that? I think that's an honest um, answer. I think it's honest because I, I think that that everything comes in progression and in time and with knowledge and understanding. And I think that that has been the one that's in the back of the bus. And and not everybody is caught up to that. I'm going to be honest. I have not 100% caught up to that. And I'm, I'm not wishing anyone ill will. I'm not trying to judge anybody. Just in my, my personal space, I have not... Uh, cut out an area room for that yet? I haven't. I'm trying. I'm trying to understand it better, but I'm not judging. I'm just not 100 percent there yet. In other news, <laughs> um, <laughs> I but I don't mean it to be demeaning at all. I it, it's on me. It's on me and my education. Uh, do you think we'll have a football season? <sighs> no, you know, no, because I don't. Because people want rather go to the beach and go have drinks. Well, and, people want sports back bad as hell. Yeah, but they're not willing to stay home and get this shit under control so that we can have that. When there's 50% spikes through th- in 37 different states as of today, as of last night when I saw right. the news, uh, how are we going to have football? How are we going to? So do you think, because they kept saying, you know, basketball was going to return and football is going to return. But the way it's looking, I don't know if this is going to happen. Well, basketball, they were going to do it in a bubble. It was going to be a limited schedule. And they're going to do it where they're all like they're quarantined basically on this. Just fucking cancel it. 
just cancel it. I said that. I said that to say this. Uh, Cam Newton has replaced Tom Brady with the Patriots. They got a nigga in charge over there now. It's a nigga in charge over there. Who's the quarterback? Cam Newton, kid. Wicked son. They got a nigga in charge. What do you think about that? What I really liked about it is um, they took, uh, you know, Tom Brady was a, a stylish white dude. You know, he had his look, his 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 uh, bunching, his wife kind of, right. you know, updated his style because she was a model, right. fashion model. And so, you know, he had this image, you know, like, the, you know, he had the little stuff. The all-American poster boy, classic white Wonder Bread star quarterback. But with a little hipness to it. He, he a had little, little bit. And so we went out and got Cam Newton, a black quarterback that brings... Tons and tons of swag with him. Almost too much swag. <laughs> I don't like the shorts and the some suit of that jacket. Nigga's, some of that nigga's dress decisions. I don't know who's worse, him or Russell Westbrook. And Dwayne Wade is almost right there for the running. I think uh, the basketball players being taller, it looks even stranger on them. Because right. Cam Newton's only like, what, 6'4"? Uh, no, he's not 6'8". He's not 6'9". No, he's 6-something. Yeah. Right. These other, these, I mean, when you're that tall, I mean, it really sta- stands out. Let me tell you something. If he does not produce W's from day one, they're going to eat that nigga alive. And, and I only say that because he's following in the shadow of Brady. Are they good? The, 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 what is Brady? Five-time champion? Yeah, I think so. Five-time champion. And let's be real. This is Boston. This is a racial city. A lot of them motherfuckers in Boston, them old Dorchester and uh, I forget what some of them other areas of Boston are. Dorchester and uh, no, Southie. Southie. That you know, and let's be real, like everything Andy just said, Tom Brady, pure 100% Anglo-Saxon white boy quarterback, five-time champion. There's a lot of them Bostonians that can't stand the fact that they got a nigga in charge over there now. You know, <laughs> he better produce. Let, let, let me say this the best way that I can without. I love. I like. I like Boston. I do like Boston. But I like Boston too. Okay, but let's be honest. They love black folks in Boston that play on their teams. They love black people <laughs> that are winning. Yeah. Okay. If you ain't winning, can you believe these niggas? What the fuck are you doing over there? They're not winning. It's not like when we had Garnett, son. Guy was wicked. Well, Larry Bird or Kevin McHale or Parrish. Now we got a nigga in charge over there. He better win, man. Well, He better win. If, but, okay, so do you think they eat him up or do they say, nah, it was Brady. It wasn't. Listen, Everybody who said it was Belichick, it wasn't Belichick. His system was good, but Brady made the system work. No, the two of them together was the magic. Um, listen, man. Uh, and even if he does win, like I said, I can smell it. Brady is a football. Brady is to football what Jordan was to basketball. So even if Cam is winning, it's still going to take him a minute to go. We accept this because they Brady, they 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 lost Brady. See, I I think Cam's kind of screwed in this in this situation. Not if he wins. No, even if he wins, because here's what they're going to say: if he wins, if he wins, it's because of Belichick's system, and it was always Belichick. Yes, Brady was a good quarterback, but Belichick, and also it depends if Brady wins this year too. If Brady's winning, 
in Tampa? If Brady wins in Tampa, which he can. Okay. Uh, then, and, and, uh, but I was going to say, uh, what Belichick and if Belichick and Newton system together, uh, produce, they're going to say, well, it still was Brady. If, if he doesn't produce and, and, uh, and then they're going to say that it was because it, he's not, he isn't a Brady. And if he wins, they're going to say, because it's Belichick system. That's what I'm trying Wait, to say. Here's what I'm confused though. So you're saying. If Brady's having success in Tampa, yeah, and Newton and Bilicek is having success in Boston, what's the issue? Well, it's there's no issue, but they're going to say that that's that's the best case scenario for him because then he could say that he's playing and at a level that Brady played at, if not better. Right. If he if Brady isn't is uh, is losing, and he's and Cam loses, then it's all Belichick system. Well, then that means a nigga ran a charge over there. They're going to say it's Belichick. And if, if Brady doesn't win and Cam wins, they're still going to say, well, look, Brady's not winning. Cam's winning, but it's because of Belichick's system. So is the nigga in charge or not in charge? It's going to be very tough for, the, for, for that accent to put him in charge. <laughs> Listen, I wish the brother well. And you know what's crazy? I was, again, perusing through Instagram, and they did a top 10 athletes who you'd never want to meet because they're dicks. Cam Newton was the first on the list. Really? Yes. They said he's an asshole. See, I heard. He, 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 he charges fans uh, for pictures, and he's charged as much as $175 for a picture. Do That's you, fucked up. Yeah. But... You know, how many times, though, do these guys get taken advantage of where they take a picture or they do something for a fan and those fans turn around and sell it to the... I mean, but let them. Fuck it. So what? Why do you care? It's, let them get some money. Because you're spending your time to... You know, you go out... Have you ever seen these where the guys come out there and they got guys waiting for them and they have like 10 things for them to sign? Yeah. And they're just turning around to go sell that. But it took his time. He could be going on his way home to go see his family. Instead, he has to come out there and fucking sign this shit. They said he's a dick to the media and he's kind of sexist with female reporters they said that there, there would be times where when female reporters would be in the locker room to interview players he would purposely turn the music up so that they had a hard time hearing the person they were interviewing damn dog when he was when he uh what, what college did he go to oh i don't know he they, anyway they played a game in arizona there they were uh, one of the bowl games they played in arizona and i heard nothing but great things about him i heard that he was nice everybody loved him when he was in town mm. So, but that's that's the difference between being an amateur college player, right, and then getting caught up in the business. Here, here's who else was on the list. Uh, Barry Bonds said was an absolute yeah, dick. I heard that too. He even he even uh, recently kind of tried to apologize and admit he was a dick, but they said that's only because he's trying to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and I guess what the fans vote you in that. Um, uh, who else was on the list? Tiger Woods was on the list. They said he's a fucking dick. Brian Erlacher, and then they mentioned my man, Mike Jordan, was number one. Yeah, but Jordan, you, you see that. But the only thing they mentioned with Jordan is the chameleonaire story. You heard that, right? Mm -mm. The rapper chameleonaire? Mm -mm. You never heard the story? Oh, what did he do? He, at an auction, bought Michael Jordan's jersey for $7,000. He personally went up to Michael Jordan and said, can you autograph it? And, oh, no, can I have a picture? And Jordan at the time was with Charles Barkley and Spike Lee. And Jordan said to him, and this is Chameleonaire saying this, 
He said, I don't take pictures with no motherfucking niggas. And he refused to take the picture. And then he told him, I tell you what, you pay for my jersey at 15000 and I'll take the picture. And he said, Spike and Charles looked at him and felt so bad. Now, look, man, um, this is what I'm saying. As great as it is to be these guys, millions, all the women, the mansions, the cars, the lifestyle, the adulation, they're still human. I'm not excusing his behavior, but maybe he caught Mike in a bad day. But I also go, what's a bad day for Mike? 20,000 people coming up to you asking you for something? Uh, but that's... That, you're Michael Jordan. You, it's, yeah, but he's that, that's the point, that though. He is Michael it. Jordan. with it. He pees like everybody else, shits like everybody nah, else, wipes nigga, his ass like you, everybody nah, else. I bet you he peed with his tongue out. <laughs> shits with his tongue out. <laughs> Everything he does is with his tongue out. Uh, you know, I, I, how would you... I mean, everybody thinks that fame would be great. And, and listen, uh, I, I, I text something to somebody uh, uh, today. They said something about, did so-and-so, do you think that that was their goal, was to be famous? Listen, I think people have a lot of different personal goals. To be the best, Michael, Michael Jordan's was to be the best. Uh, everybody has reasons to, for fame, but, and, and you want what you do. You want to be famous for what you do, not just be famous. But no one wants to wait in line. Everyone wants courtside seats. You only get that when you're famous. Mm. You know, so, of course, there's a, there's, a, there's a want to be famous. But at the same time, do you know that that comes with... How much of your, you know, we have this whole country right now. Half the country's like, I don't want to wear these fucking masks. I don't, it's my personal freedom. When you're famous, you lose your personal freedom. And I have always said, I'm willing to lose it. (laughs) Dude, listen, and and listen, it wasn't like there was a plethora of Michael Jordan is a dick stories. This is the only one I've heard. So I'll excuse this one. And I know all the motherfuckers is rolling their eyes going, you love this nigga so much, he can't do wrong. I do love MJ. But, and I, again, I'm not excusing the behavior because that's fucked up. Especially if the man bought your goddamn joint for 7000 But again, maybe he got in an argument with Juanita. Maybe, maybe his kids pissed him off. Just because you're rich and famous doesn't mean you're not susceptible to a bad day. But he, that's not the only reason. Jordan doesn't sign autographs. He won't sign Oh, no, he does. Remember, in... Uh, Last dance. And I will say this. Here's what's crazy, though. Like, the few times, I think it was two times, Mike signed something for kids. He don't even look at the kids. He don't even acknowledge them. He just takes the ball, quickly signs, and keeps it moving. Like, damn, motherfucker, you can't at least. How you doing, son? Little pat on the head. There you go, kid. He just, he won't even look down. Just boom, boom, here you go, and I'm out. But if it takes him an hour to get out of there signing everybody's stuff and now if you took a if you took a second to look at everybody it's gonna take him three hours to get out of there i get that but i'm just saying plus look we know he's not gonna sign everything when they showed him getting out of the elevator and all the screams how many people with their fists out for the fist bump he touches no one so we know he ain't he, he don't have to do that and he won't but if you do do one or two come on man he must love coronavirus (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't have to fist bump anyone oh, He's wearing his man, mask man. He doesn't have to talk to anyone Dude, and, and like uh, when, you hear, when you heard some of the stories oh, Who else was on that list? Also, Brian, you said Brian Erlacher. Brian Erlacher, uh, Jose Canseco Brian Erlacher basically said 
in so many words, fuck the media and the fans. And everybody was like, dude, how do you say fuck the fans? And I, this, is, this is why I go, I'm sorry, y'all. I know y'all hear me do this. But this is why I go, I don't believe in karma. I don't believe in God. I am not a dick like that. And I can't get a taste. These dudes are dicks. And it's like, it seems like nothing, there's no karma, there's no bad that happens for their dickness. I, for the most part, am a good dude. Can I get a taste? Jesus. Dude, I have a Brian Erlacher. I would never be a dick to somebody like that. Do you want, do you want my Brian Erlacher yes. story? This is why I don't like Brian Erlacher. Um, you fucked your lady? Nah. Oh. Uh, I used to work at this restaurant, and there was a server there that met Brian Erlacher, and she started fucking Brian when he was married. Oh. And uh, Brian used to sneak her around. And sometimes they'd have to get his, like, if his wife was going to show up, he'd have people come remove the other girl. And I hate Brian because I didn't like this server. Mm. So if he found her, like, worth putting his marriage in jeopardy and everything, mm. I just knew that he was a piece of shit. Because of her? Yeah. Like, this girl, like, li- listen, I don't want to make it personal. Uh, uh, this girl is not someone that I would put my risk my marriage and my half my money on right and he was just such an idiot and you hear him in interviews and he just seems like such a dick yeah i don't like that one i believe a hundred percent right and i've never actually i met him once but in passing right so i don't really i didn't get a i didn't get who he was from that but i got who he was from everything else that was around him i can't nah i don't like that one speaking of boston uh i'm proud of you andrew i found out Cause you told me you saw the town. Yeah, a driver. Let's look for a fat kid who don't have his pants tucked into his combat boots because he thinks he's special fucking fasces. He really put some extra peanut butter on that fucking accent. Did he? Yeah. Didn't you hear? Nah, I thought it was. No, no, it was good. But you right. know how he normally talks, and then you just he, he has a little. But act. he's from Boston. Yeah, but when he put that on in the, in the first oh, the first few few seconds of the right. movie, he's talking. All you care about is Coke and Xbox. Cut it out. Listen, it's never gonna be me and your sister fucking shine over there playing fucking house. Get that through your fucking head. You want to visit me? See me in Florida. Fucking movie's awesome, man. You know it's my favorite scene? So badass. The interrogation scene. When John Hamm tries to make him think they found the print. Yeah. He goes, you know, guys, you know, we get a barbecue or get looped up, whatever you guys are into. But uh, next time you try to be slick, be slicker than a six-year-old. <laughs> Good luck with that print. Fucking badass, man. Uh, and, and my funny, the, the, the funniest scene in that movie, the same interrogation when the guy's trying to get the fat guy to read off the paper. And yeah. he goes, uh, hey, man, there's a lot of things here. Read what's on the paper. And the guy goes, hey, man, I'm, this ain't right. I'm, I'm trying I'm to make this sound authenticious. Authent what? <laughs> the way that guy goes, authent what? Oh, it's great. Uh, my favorite scene in the movie, honestly, is uh, when he comes back to get his revenge. And he takes out the, the florist and the, the other dude. Yeah. Dude, because you you know you're I'll not even clipping the, nuts for you. You're not even thinking about him when everything goes down, right? But he was, and and I. But that is something I believe. That is something I went. That seems right. That dude would go back and do that. Dude, what is the thought going through your head when you're Jeremy Renner 
and you're laying on the ground and you decide, I'm not going back to prison. So I'm going to take a swig of this Pepsi, whoever drank this cup, and I'm going to die. Because I'm not going back to prison, which means I'm having a shootout with the police and I'm going to die. What is your mindset as you swig that soda? There's a little bit more to that. It's not just he says he's not going back to prison. He says that to him so that he knows he's not going back to prison. Right. But it's also he went to prison for him. Yes. It's 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 there's a little bit of a love bromance right there. There's a yes. little bit of a love story. He's going let him know that he wasn't going to be taken and that was his opportunity to get the fuck out. Right. Because I'm not going back to prison. This is the shootout. This is the moment no one's looking for you. Right. I'm doing this. I love you. Get the fuck out of here. How do you not piss yourself a little bit knowing this is it? And, dude, when they shot him in the face, the way they made his shit swell up, woo! Woo! Now, it, they did a good job. In the, there's a few little holes. The, the biggest problem I had is he cannot be with. They, they know who he is. They know who uh, Ben Affleck is now. And he cannot be running around having lunches and dinners with with the the, you, you, the bank. You the didn't bank. like that? No, because they were looking at him. They said, well, we can't put... They tried to, they tried to fix it. They said, well, we can't watch him 24 hours. Yeah, you can't watch him 24 hours, but now you, you think this other lady might have something to do with it, and you don't ever see them together until that moment. Right. And the other part that kind of made me annoyed, but it was a cool part for the movie. These are the only two. I really only have two things that right. really bothered me is when he calls her mm-hmm. and... Uh, the FBI isn't going to stand in front of two open windows with 11 guys in the room knowing that this guy already told them that they're idiots and they're six-year-olds and they're all standing there in front of the window. Well, well then, if that's, but, but that validates it. If they're idiots and they're six-year-olds, they would do that. Yeah, but I don't think... The and, F- and how many times in movies have you always heard the bad guy go, the cops are so fucking stupid. We're always two steps ahead of the cops. Yeah, but I, I just thought that that was a little bit of a hole right there. But... I thought the movie overall, I, I, I wish I wouldn't have waited so long to see it. was, it was I, good. I, I just wish there had been a little bit more bank action, more shoot 'em up. Like, like when, he, when he tells Jeremy Renner, uh, you know, we're going to go hurt some people. Whose car are we are going to take? Yeah. I wish there had been more of that. Yeah. Some more, I mean, again, any movie about grittiness, drugs, guns, rape, not rape, uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, Murder, mayhem, action, guy shit. Give it to me. Give me, give me, give me the violence. Well, they go when they beat, they beat his ass in that scene, and then when uh, they're leaving and they're walking out, Jeremy Renner turns back around and wants to know why he's getting his ass kicked, and then he shoots him in the leg. I mean, that was a pretty good scene. Yeah, but I just wish there were more scenes like that. It felt like there was that scene, the opening bank robbery, the bank robbery with the, with the, with the nun shit, and then the last robbery, and that was it. Three robberies and a knee, sh- knee shooting. But, but it, more. But there was story. Yeah, I guess. How great was Jeremy Renner in that fucking movie, man? Jeremy was great, but you notice she got the the bank chick. She got half. How, when? When he left that money in the he left the money. In See the, what I'm saying? The power that pussy. Man. <laughs> that pussy is not to be slept on. <laughs> it's to be slept in. <laughs> oh, Jeremy Renner, that fucking scene, uh, and I can't—you can't see it because again, we're not visual. But the way he, when he played that scene where he goes, uh, 
You know, Claire, don't get too uh, used to your life of leisure here with Dougie. You know, he's, uh, he's a real workaholic. He's always taking his work home with him. <laughs> and that look he flashed to Affleck as though to say, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I fucking loved it. Then they cut to, you know, the scene where he goes in there and he's bugging out and he goes, you know, uh, the whole crew would flip the fuck out. I only waited nine years for you, motherfucker. Just nine years. Tired of waiting. Fucking, oh! That's, a, that's an actor's dream. That fucking role, that got meat on it, man. It, it was good. It really was good. And I'm and I, glad you uh, maybe. Oh, I wish I could tell you who I probably can. I got to give a shout out to someone, to one of the listeners, and I, I don't have his name up on here, but he, he notified me. He, he notified oh, he me. He told you. Immediately, he sent me that the, uh, the town was on Netflix. Right. And to go see, and I said I'd watch it the next day. If I can pull his name up, I will. A driver. <laughs> But I was so appreciative because he knows how cheap I am, and he knew that I wasn't going to watch it. Unless and you see how fucked up women can be when you don't do them right. The broad that fucking, you know, the only reason why they got busted at the last heist was because she, you know, told John Ham because he didn't want a relationship with her. And she found out that there was another broad. Damn, man. And... But she didn't sell him out all the she way. She did sell Not him out. Not all the way. Like, she could Well, what the fuck is halfway sell out? Yeah, you're right. We're going to put the cuffs on you, but only on one wrist. On one. Damn. I couldn't find I it. I think her name is Blake Lively. Yeah, that is Blake Lively. She did a good job because she has, like, this regular all-American college girl look, and she... A little sloppy, though. It, At least for that role. For that role. She, they they got it right. Ma- she, is that the one that's married to, uh, in real life, Ryan Reynolds? I think so. You think she's sexy? You think she's hot? Uh, she's not, she isn't my first choice. No, no, she, but she's hot. Like she, she has some, she's sexy. What did you think about the chick that played Claire? There's something sexy about her. You didn't think you don't see it though, huh? Her teeth is a two, three zone. If you pay attention to it, <laughs> I got to tell you, the, it's two on the side that poke out. And, I, I don't and the mi- go in. I think that your teeth not being perfect is sexy. Depends. There's a limit to that shit. Oh, there is. I mean, I can't have yeah. you, you can't come straight up. But I, I like when there's a. I don't want your teeth look like they're mosh pit, nigga. No, but a little snaggle right, right a over. Bit. You yeah, like that? yeah, I do. I, you know what, you know what it is. And uh, I dated this one girl that had a, a scar, uh, right on her lip, right here, a dog bitter, and she had a little scar right there, and she was beautiful. The thing is, when you have that little imperfection, it just right. shows everything how beautiful everything else right. is. And so when you have that tooth. Did you think that it was an overreaction on her part when she found out who he was and he goes into the bathroom and she's got the phone in her hand ready to go dial the cops and she's like, get out! If I was, if, if I was a, a female actress, actor, sorry. Actress? It, but it's actor. They want to be called actors. Oh, Jesus. If I was a female actor, there's no reason to say female if it was if you're separated. Right. Into, but it's, if I was that... I would be. I would call out about the writing about why they make women so weak, or seem so easily broken. So, but, so did you think that she was wrong? I think was it was. I think she was overly broke. I think. I think there's more anger and less weakness when women are are, are feel betrayed. Mm. I think. I, I think there is more more anger, less weak. I think women should be made. I, I think women should be shown stronger. Women, when they're mad, there's a strength that comes from, from women. You know, the black women got the strength. Nigga. When but they mad, nigga. It's grits time. <laughs> but it's not crying in the corner and I, and, and, and I have my finger on 911. Right, right, right. It's not that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of Hollywood shit, 
Uh, I saw something interesting. Um, we're, we're, I just want to let you know we're 40 there and 30 here right now. Uh, so was it hour 10? Yeah. Yeah, this is the last thing. Okay. Um, uh, again, people, when you know, we're on the road and we ain't got shit to do. I lay in bed with the air on and I'm naked and I just look through Instagram and look at shit to talk about. Um, and every now and then I run across this thing called Mojo. And they always do the top 10 or they just break down certain Hollywood shit. And I, and I saw this one thing about where has, ha- where has Brandon Frazier gone? Whatever happened to Brandon Frazier, who you know was the you know, lead and the star of the Mummy movies. Uh, and also, once upon a time ago, and see, what was it? Encino, Encino no Man, Man with Paul, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, Paulie Shore. He's brought back to life. Yeah, like caveman basically. And he was an A list dude. Um, and all of a sudden, he just disappeared. Um, do you think he? Before you finish the story, though, and because I know where you're going to go with the story, right. do you think he was a strong actor? Now he was A list, but do you find him to be a strong actor when he did strong work? Okay, I don't know. I don't remember the name of the movie, but remember the name. Remember the movie where he plays the Jewish kid that yes. plays football. Yeah, yes, and, and he, he has was, to play on. Yes. on yeah, on he was scene. great in that. Okay, yeah, he was. Um, so what happened was eventually. Well, the reason why his disappearance was because he said that he was at a Hollywood party. And a big time Hollywood type tycoon came up to him to meet him. And upon saying hello, the guy grabbed his ass. And uh, Brendan Fraser reported it. You'll never work in this town again. And that's what happened. Um, and my question to you was when I brought it up to you yesterday. And I, there's a question. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask this question to everybody listening, even though I already know what the answer is because I know men fellas is going to say what they're going to they're going to say would you risk your career your finances your future simply because a dude palmed your ass first I'm going to ask you that Andy and and then off your answer I'm going to paint a different picture okay well first playing a little bit of sports high school junior high high school didn't play college right uh but, you know, when you play, guys hit you in the ass. Yeah, it's like a tradition. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not that. Now, obviously, if he's reporting this, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a bro tap. It wasn't a... No, this was a... It was a look at this. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, what is this here? Yeah, he was, he was checking to see the ripeness of the fruit. Yeah, it was, and he bumps and bruises and smoothness. Uh, I think that you know what this business... Who... I think you know a lot of people in control of this business. And if someone grabbed my ass, but I'm going to give up millions and millions of dollars, it's just an ass grab. Just an ass grab, a it, palm. It's not like he I, – I, is, he, is, he, is he touching himself while Let he's me, grabbing all the, all the brothers right now, shit. Go ahead. I mean, I don't think I report him. I think I handle it myself. But what's handling it yourself? Because even if you don't report him, if you chastise this motherfucker, hey, man, don't be – that's the same as reporting him. No, but you could. No, he's a powerful guy. You're supposed to allow this. No, but you could say, you know, I don't, mm. I don't, don't play that like that. Uh, you're risking your career. You're risking your career, but I think once you report him, your career, it, it's proven his if, career is if done. You check him and let him know, hey man, unacceptable. No, not cool. You, it's the same as reporting because you're not allowing him it to do what he wanted to do. Well, if you checked him in front of a bunch of people. If you check him silently. I think that's the whole point. Welcome to the club. 
Now, if you can't take this initiation, you out the club. Well, then put it this way. If, uh, if, if, you, if that's my option, that either way I'm done, then if I'm taking them out, I'm not going to take them out by reporting them. Oh, you talking about a snuff to the snuff? No, I'm just, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna settle this like gentlemen. <laughs> so either way, you're done. Either way, I'm done. But at least I'm gonna fucking go out the way that I want to go out. Now, here's what I was gonna get to. Here's the picture: you're Brendan Fraser. I don't know really what his personal life was, but let's just say you're the number, you're the breadwinner. Your wife don't work. Your kids depend on you. This is your future. This is your kids' future. This is the college potential college fund this is how you eat you're not a stand-up comic so you can't go out on the road and make money this is it you 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 risk throwing all that away for a little ass grab versus him going i need you to suck my dick now that's a different ball game. that's a whole different but do you do you think you okay let me and before we I know where you're going with this can you no you don't i, I don't think, think i do but go ahead can you report that report what there's a big difference between this dude grabbed my ass and this dude it was trying uh, to suck my dick. Suck my dick. There's no reporting that. That's that's time. <laughs> that's headbutt time. Upon <laughs> the question, you headbutt this nigga. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's where I thought you were going to go with it. Go ahead. If you accept an ass grab now, suck my dick eventually comes. It, it, it could. Or it might not. The dude just went, you know, I think Brandon Frazier is cute. You let him know a little bit. Squeeze, squeeze. But that's as far as I'm going to take it. Now, you don't know that it's going to go any further. But, you know, if it don't go no further than that, and you go, you know what? I'm not going to risk my livelihood and my kid's future and my wife's future and all that I can get from this business. Fucking little ass grab. Whatever, man. But but I ain't sucking no cock. Okay. But here's the, here's the question, too. Uh, I guess you have to put into this equation. Like it would be, it would be, it would be. I'd be very irritated if someone just randomly walked up, a dude randomly walked up and grabbed my ass like that. But women have had to go through this their whole career and not get to report it. Is an ass grab the worst thing that can happen to you in this industry? No. So I don't know that I lose my mind over that. I still think you say something though, dude. That's why he's not here no more. But you can't say something to him, dude. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Just because you, you, you when you I, have that much power, you that sensitive, you someone can't say it to you. I'm, you're just taking the risk. Even if you went, you know what? As calmly, as politely, as gently as I can. Excuse me, Mister Ass Grabber, with no permission. Uh, hey, man. I'm. Oh my God. It's an honor to meet you. Um, uh, but just so you know, I, look, I'm, I'm I'm married, and I just would never want to disrespect my wife in any way. And I think that if I allow that, it's a sign of disrespect. Plus, I'm a little uncomfortable. So it was great meeting you. Um, hug? <laughs> how do you how do you finesse your way? You know, maybe uh, maybe in the past, maybe you know, a year ago. Maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you just accept that that's part of what this is. But where we are today. With everything that's being said, and the fact that I don't know if you read how much you read about the the pedophile Hollywood game, uh, which is a conspiracy. I'm not going to try to throw that on anyone. Right. It's not like everybody has has, but they don't. Everybody who says that this has happened doesn't name any names. 
I, I think that we're at the place where people will start naming names. I think now we're at the place where women without their careers being hurt. Without what, your career is going to be hurt. Let's let's face facts. Your career is going to be hurt, but I don't think it's going to you're going to you're going to disappear like it did back then. I don't think that you're going to disappear. I, I think there's too much heat on Hollywood, mainly male to female. Right. But like uh, Terry Crews, he didn't do very well when he went up against the, the producer who. But how often do we see Terry Crews now? Well, how often do we see Terry Crews before? You, you saw him. You saw him. He was a go to guy. But but as like as, as the buddy as the he was never the but he was still a go to guy. Okay. You he, now he's going from buddy to where is he? Yeah. So you know it's fucked up that this business is like that. But and I'm alienated and ain't nobody grabbed my ass yet. But okay, let me ask you this: Are you upset because no one's grabbed your ass though? A little bit. I would hate. I'm, I'm ass grab worthy. Yeah, that's what I would hate is that no one was even thinking about it. You know. Little old motherfucker grabbed my ass. Where did he go on with that? Slapped his head. And- All this being said and saying, like, we're talking about the worst part of this, uh, the entertainment industry. How about all the people who don't have these problems? How do they get through it this way? Like, do you think Al Pacino had these problems? Do you think... Uh, we don't know. Do, do you, uh, I know, but okay, if someone like... Uh, uh, oh, boy. Little ass crab. <laughs> I like that. What are- Next time... Go for the cock. Hoo-ah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Robert De Niro. I don't think Robert De Niro's a game-playing guy like that. He punches people who fucking take pictures of him. When Yeah, he's a rare breed of cinematic icon. But They don't make them niggas like that no more. But there's people that seem to have gotten through this without this kind of issue. And I'm not saying that it, you know, that's not me saying that it right. doesn't exist. How do these people navigate those waters? That's my question. Right. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's that. Yeah. I know you're in the sugar business. But the sound of her voice, there's honey under that dress. <laughs> Hoo-ah. All right. There we go. Uh, any outros? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, folks. Oh, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, because of the spikes in the corona, we've been shut down. Well, for about three weeks. We've been put on pause. Put on, put on pause. So I, we had Baltimore, we had Buffalo, and we had Houston that are all being moved. So Andy and I are off for three weeks after Dallas of this week. Um, but we won't be doing this over the phone because that was my biggest fear. So we're going to be cranking them out right now, right here in his hotel room. So that you have fresh doo-doo but we're uh, gonna, for you. But we're going to try to throw an intro on them. So you will hear a little bit of phone conversation for about 10 or 15 minutes. But it's just so that, that we're current and uh, if anything comes up. Because we're in a time where things are coming up all the time. Yeah. So we'll, we'll throw a little uh, beginning on it. And then you'll get uh, uh, the pot. This one, will, this one won't have that because uh, it's this week's. But the following next two will definitely have that. Yeah. Uh, so as always... Uh, love, blessings. Uh, talk to y'all next week. Um, and uh, that is it. When we are back, that we will be back at Stand Up Live, my uh, home club uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. So we'll be back there. Is it the the last? 
I think it's the first week of uh, The first August. week of August, yeah. The first yeah. week of August. So we'll be at Stand Up Live. So check us out there unless that gets paused, which we're hoping not because that's I need to go see my kids. <laughs> um, other than that, that's all we got, right? That's all we oh, got. like I did say, and I didn't get this all the way out, if there are any uh, uh, LBG, LBTQ uh, community listeners out there to our podcast, I want you, I want to know what do you what do you think about uh, <laughs> Black Lives Matter and then the little addendum to it that was put on. I just want to know. I, I'm asking completely, one hundred percent. Send it in. I want to be able to read those on the air. And I want to understand it because I, I think I just want to be educated. Hi, Andy. I'm Tina. <laughs> I think. Excuse me. I have to go piss. <sighs> shake, shake, shake. Okay. <laughs> I'm truly interested in having that uh, discussion on the podcast. With a very, very uh, uh, a little funny slant to it so that we, uh, we can get through these difficult uh, issues in a way that we can all feel all right at the end. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Can you feel it, baby?